0: Welcome to Emirates Podcast, episode 396. Today is Wednesday, August 30th, 2023. Last episode for August. (laughs) Woohoo! Or something. (laughs) But this is a big deal for me, because two days from now is the first day of spring in this part of the world. Meteorological spring, it's often called, or maybe even these days usually called. And it won't really make that much difference, because (laughs) things don't really... Start changing well. I was going to say they don't usually start changing to actually closer to the equinox, but that's not necessarily true. There's no telling when or if the weather's going to change with the way things have been going. But the odds are that the weather will get better, at least warmer, if nothing else, over the next couple of weeks. And the the days are already longer. The the daylight hours are already long, which is a good thing because my solar power system relies on daytime hours and sunshine in particular. So the more of that we get, the better, from my perspective. I call this episode Noodle Day because yesterday I deployed the pool noodles. <laughs> now here's the thing. I don't remember ever even hearing the term pool noodle until a few years ago. Nigel and I were in a home center somewhere or other, and they were... Um, Displayed in in a box Labeled pool noodles And I'd probably read it Somewhere or other Because I do vaguely remember thinking Oh so that's what they are But that that was the extent of it Until relatively recently A bit more recently than that I started seeing it on on Pinterest and in uh, Some YouTube videos People using them in various projects Either for crafts or As hacks so called And all that sort of thing So they were sort of uh, burned in my head, and that's probably why, when I was trying to think of something to pad the back of the chairs, uh, the patio table and chairs, why I thought of pool noodles. However, I'd never bought them before, (laughs) and I didn't exactly know how this was going to work. I was under the impression, for some reason, I don't know why, that they were already split long ways, and it's probably because I'd seen so many people who had done that for something or other, I guess, I don't know. Anyway... I um wasn't even sure if I could get them because of the time of year and I found some places that had them and one of them was one of the home centers where they also sold the the new cover for the table and chairs which made it handy and the review said it had the best prices in New Zealand and in fact it did about a third less than the next cheapest store but me being me I paused to try to figure what color to buy <laughs> But I I got there in the end, got all the bits and pieces, brought them home, and just got out my my shop knife. Some people call it a Stanley knife because it's it's um, the best known brand is made by Stanley, and used it to cut them to size. And when I went to put them, the first one on the back of the chair, I realized that I had miscalculated one little thing, or not taken it into account, one little thing, and that's that the back of the chair is actually a good centimeter or so in front of the metal bar in the back of the chair because it's a stretched mesh fabric, the seat in the back. And so I had to, I had to open up the pool noodles a little bit wider than I had thought in order to get them to fit. Now, in a, in a sense, this isn't necessarily bad because it'll make them grip a bit tighter and less likely to pop off. But the other thing is it, it they could split. And one of them did a little bit. I don't think it's going to matter because it's not enough to to weaken it. And if it does fail, if it, if they all start splitting, for that matter, I do have one um, extra pool noodle that I can cut up to replace if I need to. But already the new cover seems to fit better than the old one did, and I don't I don't know why. Um, I in the past I had a, a bag of garden soil sitting on top of the table to keep it weighted down. That was during the, all of the storms to ensure that it didn't lift up and fly away. <laughs> and uh, I have a couple bags of bark that I didn't use yet, and I leaned them against the, the chairs at the very end, again, to help prevent it from lifting up and moving around and stuff. And I haven't gotten around to putting the uh, ropes over it yet to help tie it down further, but that's yet to come. That's It just didn't feel like it was ur- as urgent as getting the, the cover itself replaced. And the cover has sets of ties uh fabric fabric ties that are meant to i presume are meant to tie to the table legs i say presume because it it fits for mine and i don't know and when i did it last year when i put the previous one on i just did a simple slip knot and they held it held really well so i have no complaints about that and that's what i (laughs) that's what i did again and we'll see how it goes. It was a bit of a mission to get the old one off, not because of those knots. That was easy enough. But because the rope I used to help tie it down um, was tied to the table legs and it was wound around other legs and it was, it was time consuming to get it off, which is why I wanted to get those uh, carabiners to um, have a more quick release way of doing it. But I also bought a, a grommet kit so that I could put grommets in the edges of the cover if I need to, to give me something to clip onto. But I haven't yet done that. I will get to that I'll get to the to the ropes sooner. I'm I'll get to the I'll put the grommets in if I actually need to. I don't know if I will, but we'll see. <laughs> this past Sunday would have been Nigel's 59th birthday, as I talked about last time, and the day was fine. I expected that it would be. I wasn't expecting it to be a difficult time or anything. Over the past couple of years in particular, his birthday for me has evolved into a sort of reflective time. I think about him and about us and about um, his, the person he was and his legacies, plural, and all of that sort of stuff. More than um, being sad that he's not here, I th- think more about the good stuff because he was. And on the other hand, only about three weeks later is what I've dubbed the horrible anniversary. And that's plenty. I can't escape thinking about that, even if I tried. And it's never a good idea to try to suppress thoughts about things that never ends well. And so um, that day ends up being the day that I think about the sad stuff and, and missing him and all that kind of thing. And which I, I think is a good structure, for lack of a better word, to not to segregate feelings and emotions and so on, but to to properly focus them. And I mean, generally speaking, I try to be organized in thinking in thought and deed, as is probably pretty obvious. So for me, that really works out well. Now on the day we, I ended up going out for lunch with my mother-in-law and my, one of my sisters-in-law, same place we went to just the other week, actually. And it was nice. I mean, we we laughed and we we joked about Nigel and shared memories and stuff like that. But that wasn't the whole, the only thing we talked about. We talked about just ordinary stuff too. I was aware of two things that day as we were doing this. One was that going out for lunch for Nigel's birthday was something we would have done when he was alive. But the other thing I was, I was keenly aware of, and I didn't say a word about this at the time, was that his very last birthday, we went out for lunch. And I was keenly aware of that on the day as we were ordering our lunch and so on. It didn't um, affect me, and because I didn't say anything, it didn't affect anyone else. And I don't know that anybody would have necessarily, the other two would have been necessarily thinking about that. But it's hard for me not to, obviously. But nevertheless, um, despite that... um, awareness or whatever it didn't affect my day and it was fine as a matter of fact after we were done I was planning on going to the home center to get the the cover for the table and chairs and pool pool noodles and stuff but didn't because the skies opened up and it was pouring and I thought I'm just gonna go home it's no fun shopping when it's raining so that's what I did and so it was fine but the whole day reminded me in a way that I hadn't been for a while I guess that I don't really talk about the reality of, of my journey much anymore. I always refer to it as my grief journey f- for the first couple of years or so, but more recently I've started morphing into talking about it as my life journey or my new life journey is probably more accurate because that's really what it is. It's build, it's, I've always talked about building my new life and so on, and that's really what my journey is now. And I don't talk about that very often, which I don't think is good. I don't do it out of any kind of um, suppression or even really self-censorship, although that's probably closer, because most of the people I've encountered who have gone through profound grief inevitably stop talking about it sooner or later, not because anybody tells them to or tells them they should be over it or whatever, but because they get the sense that people don't really want to hear about it and it makes them uncomfortable and it makes them, I don't know, supposed to think about death too much, which to to me, having gone through all this, isn't necessarily a bad thing. We all should be aware of how finite life is and we should appreciate each day more than we do. And that's something that I don't think is easy to understand until you've been through it or until someone that you know has gone through it and tells you about it. So the fact that so many of us just eventually shut up is probably not a good idea. And that's really what I mean by that. So I don't know. I should talk about it more and I don't. I don't know that. (laughs) Honestly, I don't know that I'm going to start now either. But it does impact a lot of what is going on with me. My whole life has been obviously upended by losing Nigel. And everything I do going forward starts at that point. And I can't really talk about where I'm going without talking about where I've been. And so, yeah. And this has also been on my mind because next week is the six-month mark since I started my personal organization program. And there are specific reasons why I designed it the way I did And I haven't actually talked about that anywhere yet. And, I mean, it's easy enough to say, you know, what worked and what didn't. That's, what, a minute or two tops. But the reasons why I created it the way I did, it it didn't start out with that in mind. It started out, I was looking for the most effective ways that other people had used. And it evolved over time into what what it is now. And there's specific reasons for that. And it relates to my grief journey, but it isn't actually part of it. And that'll make more sense when I talk about it next week. But it's been something I've been wanting to talk about for quite some time and just wasn't quite ready for a whole bunch of reasons. And it seems to me that because my my personal organization project is so clearly related to all of that and all of the things I've learned over the past 3 years in particular during the the covid era that it's a it's a good time to basically talk my truth and it's something I haven't been doing much lately so that's next week and until then what I'm hoping is that the weather will continue to be relatively stable not some rainy, not so uh, stormy, and not so cold. There's a lot of things I'm not doing because of the weather. It's too wet to do much of anything outside, and I've got so much to do out there. It's too cold to do anything in the garage. It's too cold even for me to, to groom Leo because I don't want him to be cold. And so there's a lot of stuff related to all of that. One last thing before I go. Last time I talked about the inflammation or pain or whatever associated with my sciatic nerve, apparently, well, that's all gone. It started to get better even the next day, although it took a couple of days to really come right. And now it's it's fine, as, almost as if it never happened. But if it is a sciatic nerve problem, that means it very well could come back again in the future. But right now, all I care about is that it's gone. <laughs> and I only needed paracetamol for a couple of days, which is a pretty good thing all things considered so yeah so that's all done and done and over with now i'm just hoping that when spring arrives it'll bring some nicer weather and that would be the icing on the cake <laughs> but that's it for today that's it for this week that's it for this month i'll talk to you soon bye you can comment on this or any episode of the airman's podcast at dot where you can also leave a voice message you can visit and comment on the Amarons Facebook page or you can email me with or without a voice message at amarons at gmail This podcast is a proud member of the Pride 48 Network and is produced and distributed under Creative Commons license. Complete details at the website.